I knew it. It's the Dougie. Do it for the city. Do it for the fans. Man. <laughs> I'm not a dancer. If you follow me on TikTok, I just did the, uh, what's it called? The gritty. Whenever it was announced that he's likely going to be signing with, uh, with the Clippers once he gets bought out. So if you want to see some brutal white guy dancing, definitely head over to the TikTok. But. Yeah, I mean that's gonna be a, a small topic of conversation today. Uh, I'm gonna get more. We're gonna get more into trades, do a bit of the draft recap. But before we get into all that, boys, how you doing today? I hear someone's got the sniffles on on one yeah. of the sides here. So how you feeling, Chris? Yeah. You holding up already? Right? Yeah, allergies are just going crazy today. I doubled down on the allergy meds, but they just have not kicked in yet. True. So, I thought it was maybe so. more like you were sad. Uh, from the news that you heard that Russell Westbrook just opted into his $47 million player option. No, I don't care about that. I don't care. Well, I know as a Laker in, fan, in, I figured you might. In effect me. In effect yeah. me. No, I'm a, I'm a LeBron fan. I just, you know, I just support the guy wherever he goes. Well, he's going to need the support Future now. With, uh, no Kyrie and no, and now he's got Russell Westbrook. So, Sivash, how about you, man? How are you feeling over there? I'm doing good, man. For once, I'm not the one that got the sniffles, so that's a change. And otherwise, yeah, we're going to get to it. I feel all right. You know, I'm happy for you. John Wall to the Clippers. Mm -hmm, uh, yeah. That news came out last night, yeah. and you woke up to it, so I believe it will be a good morning for you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was. it's, uh, it's not as good. We were talking about this the other day. It's not as good as three years ago when I woke up to news of Kawhi and PG signing, but um, I think it's a it's a perfect signing for the Clippers. I mean, you might as well get right into it now. Like he's you're anybody that thinks John Wall is going there and he's gonna be the John Wall of the Wizards, you know, dropping twenty five and nine assists and all that, that's not gonna be him. That's not what the Clippers expect him to be. But I would argue since Kawhi and PG got there, the one thing that they've needed the most is a proper starting floor general passing point guard and and they're getting that in john wall he doesn't have to be the second best score he doesn't have to be the third best or even the fourth best score he can just go there and you know do what he does well and be a great facilitating guard so yeah yeah and the furthest they made it uh, a few years ago to the conference finals was with a guy like rondo on the team so i think that will mm -hmm, make a difference true. for sure mm -hmm. yeah as you take a sip now I'd, yeah now i do feel bad um i'll toss it over to to chris here in a second you know i do troll you sometimes because secretly i think you do have a bit of love for the lakers but i do feel bad for the lakers because you know i talked about this yesterday sivash you saw um me tweet about loyalty and how loyalty will get you farther than anything in life but definitely in basketball that's why it was good to see Kyrie stay with the nets but um, when we're talking about the chase for John Wall, as small as the chase might have been, I think it was only the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Heat that were involved. Um, the the Clippers kind of said early on, as did the Mavs, as did Philly. Uh, Miami kind of said it. They were still maybe in talks to get Kyrie. But the Clippers said early on that they weren't really interested in pursuing that. They weren't interested in 
everything that comes with getting Kyrie and they're more focused on getting John Wall. However, the other team across the hall was more focused on getting Kyrie. Well, once the Kyrie stuff happens, they circle back and say, okay, John Wall, we're interested in you now. Whereas the Clippers were more focused on John Wall from the beginning. I think inevitably he was going to go to LAC, um, has good ties with Paul George and Reggie Jackson as well. Um, but it just kind of shows it's like the Clippers showed more um, investment in John Wall through the whole process, even when Kyrie was available. Whereas a team like the Lakers were kind of like, well, there's the prettier girl over here. I want to focus and run after the prettier girl. And once the prettier girl rejected me, okay, I'll maybe go for this six on the side. Chris, what, what's your thoughts on the uh, John Wall signing for the Los Angeles Clippers? Um, yeah, like you said, you know, it's, it's good for you guys. Uh, you know, you get another, like, solid player just to help, like you said, like, facilitate that ball, move that ball around, get things going, keep things going, especially if, you know, PG or Kawhi isn't on, like, the floor. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and as far as your whole prettier girl thing, you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. It's a business, right? Like, if you, you got a guy that you're like, you know what, we want this guy first, and, you know, we'll kind of do what we can to, to uh to get this guy then we'll entertain other things elsewhere if it goes south mm-hmm. if it doesn't it is what it is we all do it type of shit mm-hmm. so like i don't really care if like you know the lakers didn't really get Kyrie again at the end of the day would have been cool to see them like play like lebron and Kyrie play together again but other than that it's like you know like but they got russ they got westbrook like, russ and yeah russ russ isn't like really he isn't like a fucking bum like yeah, he had like a shit fucking season, but it's like who doesn't have like a shit season here and there? So it's like yeah, it's what it is. Not bad, yeah. not bad. So we'll see, see how everything plays out for for your clips, buddy. Yeah, what are you chuckling about? That. What are you chuckling about over there, Siavash? It's just like a great like you guys are both saying stuff without saying stuff. I like it, you know. And Toby's just laughing over there. He's like, yep, yep, just nodding away. Listen, I did. Oh, Russ is there. like like we were talking about. Like we were talking about a couple episodes ago, James Harden's a great player. Sure, Russell Westbrook, yeah, they're still great players. This. But are they $47 million good? Nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Listen, I was one of the guys that wanted Kyrie to go to the Lakers. I wanted that. I was looking forward to having LeBron and Kyrie back together. More because LeBron hasn't played with a good point guard since Kyrie back in 2017. Sure. So I wanted that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see AD and Kyrie play together. It would have been great for the league. You said that you wanted to keep the balance in the league, but I think that would be just fine because with those three guys, I don't think they would have been able to get so many good guys off the bench. They would have still just been very star-powered on the starters, and then for the bench, they would have had to really fumble around try to figure something out, similar to how the Nets were struggling uh, in the playoffs this year with not so good of role players and the bench. So again, a bit of disappointment not seeing that happen. Kyrie opting in two days before the due date. Of course, tomorrow, Wednesday, uh, June 29th, is the due date for the options and the player and team options on contracts. But, yeah, I think uh, he just saw the market and he wasn't feeling it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw a couple funny tweets about it. But we'll leave that off the side. Kyrie got a lot of his time. You know, he he got a lot of uh, media attention towards him, and I think he, he really enjoyed that. So, that's good, but I'm glad to see uh, seven and eleven stay together. That's that'll be cool, man. I think I think the Nets like again. We didn't see them with Ben Simmons. If Ben Simmons comes back and is you know a great defender, he can be he can be a facilitator as well. 
those three can can do some damage in the east so um you know you get a healthy joe harris back cam thomas is gonna you know get better you got seth curry there still so there's a there's nick claxton i heard Sebastian. i don't know if you were listening to the um the uh, hoop collective recently but it sounds like nick claxton is going to be uh sticking with the nets there was some speculation he might be moving so um it looks like a lot of the guys are kind of running it back in brooklyn so that'll be exciting good six seed he'll be all right yeah yeah um so also this past week we had uh the draft the nba draft um so i'd like to know were you guys watching it if you weren't you know what highlights did you see what caught your eye what was kind of your takeaways anything that stood out to you i don't think there was really many trades in terms of players it was more so draft pick movement and stuff but um you know what what were your takeaways from the draft uh, i will get started with that i think some of the takeaways were definitely going back to your draft and the trades point every draft goes like this before the draft we're expecting some big trade to happen we're waiting for something but nobody wants to make a trade on the draft as you can see they just trade away some mm-hmm. first round picks some young guy who they're unsure about and then they call it a day um in case of some of the more events during the draft i think the whole Orlando Magic keeping their pick close to their chest was really interesting. They the whole time the talks mm-hmm. were they were going for Jabari Smith, but they kind of just flipped it on everybody and went for Paolo, which I don't think anybody outside yeah. of the I don't think anybody inside of the top three was too upset about it because the order was gonna always be the same. Those three guys were always gonna go. So it wasn't too much of a change for those top three and then the fourth and on that was gonna go the way it was gonna go. Mm-hmm. And Paolo is the the most NBA ready player of those three. Like Paolo will will jump in. He'll probably get you twenty and nine, um, mm-hmm. and nine rebounds, and probably maybe like two or three assists. So he is the most ready NBA player out of the three of them. I would say um, Jabari Smith probably has the highest floor, but Chet Holmgren has the highest ceiling. Uh, Chet mm-hmm. Holmgren just basically based on his size and his skill level um you know he can be unreal but there's going to always be questions about his frame his size uh is he able to put on weight and how does that affect him against other bigs in the nba um chris what were your thoughts what were your takeaways from the nba draft this past week um honestly man like i didn't even uh didn't have a chance to like watch it so i just like peeped in like every now and again watching like an online tracker and just essentially just following like you guys like talking about it um pretty much like c said like i wasn't expecting like anything like crazy i was like ah you know what there might be like maybe like one two upset like here and like the first like three four guys depending on who's Mm -hmm. going where um and yeah like i didn't expect like uh paulo to go first i expect him to go probably like top three something like there but like definitely like not first so that like reading that i was like oh okay it's a little shocking but like you know what like said magic uh well they're like uh they're probably like rebuilding and shit like that right now right all this crap i would say yeah they've collected a good a a good group of young guys there they're definitely maybe a year Mm -hmm. or two away from kind of making that play and push exactly so like i think it'll be good for them just to kind of see um and then we were already talking about like chet you know playing alongside like uh, sga and josh giddy and all that stuff so that Mm -hmm. squad like you know I wasn't too surprised that OKC took them, and I'm just like excited to get them going. But I'm also excited yeah. to see, like you said, like 
how Chet is going to hold up when he, you know, he's playing against like these big NBA bigs, like a real he's big. Get and it's just body, like, oh, bro. You're there. <laughs> like, I, so I just want to see how he's going to kind of handle that. But I think he's skillful enough to like, you know, it might affect him like a few games here and there, like maybe a first like little bit of the season. But I think he'll adjust. So He's also a very aggressive. He's, even though his size is very small, he's also a very, aggr- a very aggressive player. Um, I mm-hmm. honestly think they'll probably put him at the four. Um, he's just a great ball handler and a great shooter. So I see them, you know, eventually they'll need to get a center in there. They did draft uh, Jalen, well, both Jalen Williams, but um, they drafted Jalen Williams out of Arkansas, and he plays the center. He's kind of a good facilitating big, but uh, um, I see him at the four long term. See you back. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, I'm betting the points over for any game that they play against the Nuggets and the Sixers for Embiid and Jokic. I think that both of those guys are going to eat in the paint with both of the names that he mentioned that they drafted. I think they're not going to be... Going back to what uh, Patrick Beverly said back in, a few months ago, he was saying how for some players you go to bed early. I don't think Embiid and Jokic are going to go to bed early for their OKC games. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, my clear winner of the draft was actually a team I talked about um, a couple months ago. Uh, the team that I'm kind of watching for next year, Detroit. I, I think Detroit won the draft easily. Um, not only getting um, Ivy from Purdue at five um, to pair alongside Cade, they also got Jalen Duran out of Memphis um, in a just a very weird set of circumstances that the Knicks got rid of him. I get it. The Knicks have Mitchell Robinson, uh, but Jalen Duran's a top 10 pick and they got him outside of the outside of the top 10. I think listen, the Pistons again, I'm not saying that they're going to be going into the conference finals or even the second round, but I am I'm, I'm doubling down on my statement that they're going to be uh, you know competing for that play-in spot next year in the East 100%. I really like them. I'm, I'm excited to watch them. So Detroit's get, my clear winner there for sure. We're gonna get some of the moves that they could be making in the off in the um, free true. agency in a few days. That is true. Yeah. So why don't we move over to free agency? That's really all we need to talk about with the draft. There's a few other random picks there. You know, we each I think we each had one pick um, in the draft. Um, the Raptors got uh, Coloco. The Bulls got uh, who'd you guys get? Terry. Terry, I think it's last Yeah, time. Terry. And then uh, the Clippers got Diabate in the uh, early second round. Uh, another French guy, so another guy for Sivash to follow um, in the <laughs> league. But uh, I will uh, yeah, say, let's get into free Let's agents. say this before we go. The Raptors pick, I'm jealous, bro. That guy is looking good. He's already in the gym. There's the Raptors. Again, I do follow a bunch of guys on Raptors Twitter, but this guy is looking solid. I'm mad that he fell to them at the 33rd pick. Yeah, he's a very good defensive big. Um, mm-hmm. I think he averaged like just under three blocks last last year uh, in college, maybe just over three blocks. Um, not going to give you much in terms of offense, but that's okay. You don't need him to do that. Um, just being a lockdown defender, a big, uh, you know, a rim runner and rim protector, um, that's a, a solid pick for them. I don't know. Um, well, you guys don't really have a lot of centers anyways, but I was going to say I don't know if he'll play that many games for the Raptors, but because you guys don't have center depth, he could, um, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if he starts in the G League. Uh, but yeah, Coloco's a nice pick uh, for the Raptors in the early second round. They don't have to rush um, it. No, mm-hmm. not at all. 
Um, yeah, okay, so let's move over to uh, the free agents. Um, Sivash, do you want to get it started? You, you kind of were alluding to the Pistons and what they might be doing, what they might be sniffing around on within this next week. Did you see the recent posts yeah. of Steve Clifford and his quote? Yeah. Uh, yeah. This segment, we're going to do a list of the most interesting off-season free agency moves that we want to see in the coming days and the coming weeks. Of course, um, the draft just happened, and there wasn't any major uh, moves. Of course, we talked about Kyrie and you know KD not having anywhere to go anymore. But there's still a lot of moves that we can talk about. And we're going to do it in a draft style, but it's not really a draft. Kind of going in like a, uh, each having three picks of the moves that we want to see. And we think that it's going to be interesting. Now, let me say this. Go let ahead. me say this before we just get off the Kyrie thing. The Kyrie thing to the Lakers is not dead, by the way. Next it's, year. There's still, there's still a glimmer. No, no, this year. There's still a glimmer of hope. Um, there's, I, I'm not trusting anybody besides Shams when it comes to Kyrie. It seems pretty apparent that, that Kyrie and Shams are in the same camp. Um, apparently Shams was like hanging out with Kyrie yesterday when the news dropped. Um, I, I don't know, but Woj was like false reporting stuff. He didn't have like a good source or whatever. So anything Kyrie trusts Shams, but there seem he didn't tweet this out, but there seems to be some belief. Again, these are Laker fans, so take it with a grain of salt, but there seems to be some belief that just because he opted in um, doesn't mean that Kyrie to the Lakers is completely dead because there was mutual interest both on Kyrie's side and on the Lakers' side. Um, it was more so, again, the assumption is it was more so Kyrie trying to lock down his $36 million instead of taking the $6 million deal um, and then either being a dick and kind of making it worse for Brooklyn this year, making them kind of forcing that forcing their hand to trade them i don't know again that's where i kind of get into like are you really going to ruin your friendship with kd over this like i don't know but just for just want to put that out there it's not it's not completely dead that Kyrie is not a laker at the end of the, at the end of the uh, summer so okay move on okay so we're going to get started again there's three rounds we're each going to give our ideas here this can be very realistic something that we think and it's been rumored to happen or something that we want to see happen but if we go too unrealistic here i'm gonna call or we gotta call each other out in this like you know sure. i'm not gonna sure. if i yes. come in here and say hey i want Kyrie, bradley beal and and be to the lakers for a second round pick that's not realistic <laughs> we're not gonna be doing that well you would just sound like a laker fan so i wouldn't yeah well maybe i would laker put fan. thd in there i'm not sure yet yeah but, of course <laughs> you have to right so we're gonna get started i'm gonna let Tope go first I'm going to let, uh, I'm going to go second. I'm going to let Chris go third here. And yeah, let's get the fun started, guys. I think the most interesting person to watch um, over this next two weeks period is Bradley Beal. Um, just opted out of his contract, um, signing obviously his five-year Supermax deal. I don't know if he's worth all that, but he's going to get the bag anyways. Um I don't. I don't know. I. I think Damian Lillard is more likely to stay with Portland than Beal would be to stay with Washington. Um, there doesn't seem to be any future or any direction of where they want to go. Um, 
and I've heard Beal to a few different spots. Um, I've heard him to Atlanta, which would be interesting. I don't know a backcourt of Trey Young and, and Beal. I, I don't know how that would work. But who I would like to see him go to is the Miami Heat. I think Beal as a secondary scorer or some nights a primary scorer with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. Um, you're moving out Tyler Harrow, probably Duncan Robinson, so two young guys. Um, I think the Miami Heat would like to get rid of Kyle Lowry um, just in terms of his contract and his, it's just not who they wanted um, in comparison to what he was for the past five years. He's definitely not there anymore. Um, and maybe, you know, a couple picks as well. So I would love to see Bradley Beal join up with Jimmy Butler and, and Bam Adebayo in uh, South Beach, Florida. Now, I will say this. We can have picks where you talk about a player and you're talking about that destination, and we can still have that same player. For example, if Chris has an idea for Bradley Beal, we can go with that route as well. So. Sure. Sure. So you have an ideal for Bradley Beal. Is that what you're alluding to? Don't, don't worry about it, bro. Don't worry about it. I got a, I got a fun one for you guys, but we're going to get to that. Okay. Again, with what you said, though, I do like that idea. I think that is a really realistic trade to happen, especially for the Heat who have Tyler Hero and these picks and also some salary that they can dump. Of course, Duncan Robinson, who's been getting paid $18 million a year to podcast and some of the guys on there. So... Yes, I do like that idea. I wish we could sign that deal. I wish we could oh sign my, that You got to go to practice, and you got to pretend like you're playing in the conference finals. I don't know. It's a lot. I guess so, yeah. It's a I lot. So. I'm not really looking I, I will it. say, like, I, I, I do expect Miami to do something. Like, I place a futures bet on them to win the championship this coming year. I do expect them to do something, whether it's him or um, that guy out in Utah, which maybe will get brought up. I don't know, but... Even Kyrie, when he was talking about it, I thought maybe that would be a destination. But, uh, Chris, I'll let you go next. Yeah. I think it's me. I'm already here. Well, I think it's me. Let's see. I was going to say, I was like, C didn't even go. Oh, sorry. I thought you were lobbing up to Chris to go next. My bad. Go and ahead. with my next pick, I am going with Donovan Mitchell <laughs> to the Heat. Donovan Mitchell As we just talked heat. about okay. it, I'm, I just want to get the Heat stuff out of the way. Donovan Mitchell, same stuff that's going on with Bradley Beal. I think Donovan Mitchell has a great chance at going to the Heat with a package around Tyler Harrell, again, Duncan Robinson, and a bunch of picks that will go to Utah. Again, Utah doesn't seem like they're going to make a move anytime soon. Of course, they do have the all-star yeah. weekend in Utah this year, and we've seen it before. These teams don't want to give up their teams until that goes by, but if I was them, I would definitely want to move away from Donovan Mitchell and see what I can do outside of that. Yeah, I mean, I just reflecting on our last episode, like uh, we had talked about what we want to see happen or what we think is going to happen by the next time we record. And, and my prediction was um, uh, Donovan Mitchell or one of those guys being traded. I you just you just brought it up, Sivash. I the longer this goes on, especially now that the draft has happened. I'm really wondering if they're going to try to run it back again with those two. I wouldn't be surprised no. now that the draft is over. Because I thought for sure it was going to happen during the draft. And now it's like, okay, it still hasn't happened. And I haven't heard anything. I don't know if you guys have heard any rumors or anything, like of any speculation. Like of, like you hear stuff about the Kyrie, you hear stuff about Brad Beal, you hear stuff about you know a, a couple other guys out there. I haven't heard anything about either Rudy or Donovan Mitchell. So I wouldn't be surprised if nothing happens, which is mind-boggling. Um, I think it'd be Chris, what are your thoughts about happened. Donovan Mitchell 
you know, going uh, to the Heat. Um, and, you know, maybe even make a comment on Bradley Beal potentially going to the Heat. Do you think either uh, one of those guys are going to go there? Man. Well, like you've been saying, like, I think it'd be more likely for, like, Mitchell to go there if anything does happen with them. Um, you know, you're saying Mitchell wants to be a big market guy. Miami's like a big market team. It's nice out there. Where would you rather be? You know, Utah or Miami? Yeah. Yeah, you know, difficult decision. So, yeah, as a young guy, very difficult, <laughs> very difficult decision. At the end of the day, like well, he's probably and he's porn. A, he, and he's like a lot of people have made this comparison since he got into the league. I know he's got a good relationship with this guy. He's a Dwayne Wade like prodigy. Mm-hmm. Like he, he is Dwayne Wade two type thing. Um, I think Dwayne Wade's a better passer, but that's a whole other conversation. But you know what I mean. <laughs> I and Dwayne Wade that. was in Miami, so yeah, yeah, exactly. So. You know, it's there, but yeah, go ahead. It's there, but um, yeah, no, I I could definitely see um him going there because like you saw all the issues that him and Rudy had, the organization had um with them, and the only player at the end of the day who's like you know has seemed to be loyal again, like you touched on, is Rudy. You know, they could keep Mitchell and then. For whatever reason, whenever Mitchell's done, Mitchell's like, yeah, fuck you guys, I'm gone anyway. It's like, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Just leave. Yeah. And they're just left with yeah. nothing. Especially if they trade away Rudy. So, um, yeah. as much as I, you know, I'd love to see Rudy probably go somewhere else. Maybe get some, like, more touches. Maybe more, like, a little more respect, a little more chemistry. Um, I'd, I'd rather see, like, Donovan go. And I think Miami yeah. would be, like, a nice spot for him. I will say this. Mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell shared yesterday or the day before, whenever it was Rudy Gay's, Rudy, sorry, Rudy Gobert's birthday, he shared mm-hmm. the Utah Jazz post that said, happy birthday, Rudy. So I think, you know, if you had to take it from me, i say their relationship is in a great place. Yeah. Yeah, but they also okay. said that, they also said that when Rudy touched the mics during the start of COVID, Donovan Mitchell was pissed at him in the off season or like in between then in the bubble then they repaired it during the bubble they got closer during the bubble and then over this past like two years it's gotten worse and it's just like it's just like you know going back to the analogies that we always try to make on this pie i don't know why this has become our thing but like it's like you break up and you get back together you break up and you get bro at some point the relationship is done like just break up with the girl for good you know what i mean so it's like it just seems There's like this weird it. relationship between the two of them, and it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, All right, Chris, your turn. What trade would you like to see? What move would you like to see this? Or signing. Or, or signing, signing, eh? Um, well, I've been hearing, like, the rumor mill there with the, the Hawks being pretty interested in Mr. Ayton. And uh, oh. I think I'll, yeah. Like I think I would like uh, love to see Aiton play alongside Trey, so they can keep that going. Um, you know, this guy obviously Aiton he wants to get paid. The Hawks can more than likely pay the guy, um, so he's probably not going to end up giving up on his team like he fucking did with the Phoenix, which was super shit to see. Um, mm-hmm. And then again, you know, like 
you're gonna have a dominant guy in Aiden. You're gonna have that dominant guy in like Trey, and I think the two of them are just, would just play really well off like one another. Good pick. Um, I don't know sure. what like yeah. I don't know what like Atlanta would need to give up to like make that happen, but I'm sure there's some pieces like here and there. Well, I assume Sivash would it not start with John Collins? Like that seems to be the the piece that's floating around the Atlanta camp. That's where I thought you were going with Chris when you started with Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I because that's all I've heard. I've heard John. I've heard John. I, I Collins heard John to, Collins too. I've heard him to the I've, Raptors. I've heard him to the Wizards. I've heard him to. I've heard him to the Kings. Of the Lakers. Like, Kings like well, everywhere. Yeah. yeah, Kings was like. So a I would assume. One. I would assume Sivash. Would you not uh, agree that if Aiton's going to Atlanta, John Collins is likely going the other way? Oh no. This is so interesting. I never thought about this before because I would like to think that they might actually start the conversation with Clint Capella. They're going to need somebody to replace that center position. And I think Clint does a fine job. Yeah, I forgot Clint Capella was there. I think Clint does. Let's say if you're putting Aiden on top of every board that you got, I would say Clint is probably doing about 75 to 80% of what Aiden's going to be doing while earning 18 mil a year. So then after that, you look at, okay, we need some value. We can't just give up this guy like that. Would they go with John Collins or would they want to go with somebody like uh, Kevin Herter or Bogdanovich or these guys that are coming off um, not a bad season, but they just might need a better leader like the um, Chris Paul's. You're right. It, it would be Capella. I don't know why. I totally think uh, it would have to be one of those guys because they got a Kungu and they got Capella there. You're not going to have three of those three guys. Kungu could definitely be a starter. And the Suns would want to come back. They would want a center to come back in that deal because if they don't, they're not going to have a center. Javel McGee might come back. I would see the package as Capella. Um, I like Bogdanovich in that trade. Um, maybe one more piece and a, and a first round pick. Maybe I may, I, you know me, I, I value, you know, good bigs in the league um, very highly because there's not a lot of them. Um, so tell me if I'm thinking maybe the package is too big. But for a young guy, Aiton's what, 22, 23 years old? You know, that's right on the timeline with uh, with Trey. And then, it's, and then it gets to a really inter- interesting conversation. Am I moving John Collins still? Like, I think the problem with John Collins in Atlanta is he doesn't get his touches. He seems to be standing around a lot more where he's a guy that can shoot. He's not going to get those shooting opportunities uh, ever with Trey because Trey Young's obviously going to be shooting the ball. Um, I would still probably look to move him and maybe you get a, a another guy in the backcourt there. Maybe, going back to the guy that I mentioned off the start, maybe Bradley Beal goes to Atlanta for a package with John Collins um, and you move Clint Capella and stuff to Phoenix for eight. I mean, that'd be crazy. That Atlanta would be would go yeah. a huge overall. That would be a huge so. deal. Cause you would have to think about John Collins trade value. I don't think they would have to give every pick in the world and the wizards will have to be ready to move on from Beal. Right. And this is one thing I will say before I let you finish with Beal is the reason I don't think John Collins would be included as part of that uh, deal with Aiden and Capella. I do not think, I think that would be too much for Aiden. When you look at the whole Aiden situation, right now the Suns would rather sign him. They would rather match an offer if there's not a good deal, but they won't be, everybody knows that this is not a great relationship right now. 
So they're looking to see what they can do. And I don't think that offer, if the Suns are like, hey, give us Capella and John Collins, I think that deal will be off right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, so I'll go on to mine now. And I'm going to actually stay with John Collins. I don't think that this is going to happen. Um, I'm speaking about my own team, um, the Los Angeles Clippers. I don't think this is going to happen. I've heard Collins' rumors to the Clippers, but I think the Clippers like where they are with their depth. Um, there's also a strong belief that the Clippers are getting Nerlens Noel um, for the traded player exception, so they don't have to give anything to the Knicks, and they get a first-round pick. Um, but if Collins was to get to go to Atlanta, I would probably see it, you know, involving Marcus Morris um, and a guy like Brandon Boston. Um, I wouldn't mind Collins for the Clippers. Um, again, he's a guy that can get more shots probably in the Atlanta in the uh, Clipper system than he could in Atlanta. Um, again, I just don't know if the Clippers would entertain that because again, they probably have one of the best depth team in the league. Yeah, I've been hearing about that now since the old John Wall news, and everybody's talking about how the Clippers might have two too many guys or three too many guys, and they need to get rid of them. I disagree. I think the team yeah. and the role... Really? I think everybody is in a perfect role. Guys like Reggie Jackson, guys like uh, Marcus Morris, and even Batum. Like It's Luke Kennard that, that interests me, because he's like... He could be your seventh guy. He was there was also times in the playoffs when he wasn't playing um, because he's a very he's very good at one thing. He's a, literally the best three point shooter um, in the league um, by percentages. But it's like he's making fourteen, I think, fifteen million dollars to be just your eleventh about, yeah. guy some nights. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, could you get somebody for? that would maybe fit a bigger role or responsibility yeah. for that money. So if you do, maybe it's Kennard and, and Morris and something, like a pick or something for uh, for John Collins. I don't know. Yeah, I think at the two position, they might need some help, especially with Kennard coming off the bench. But the reason I think this team is right now perfect, and I don't think there are too many guys right now, is because of the history of their injuries. Like, let's say Kawhi or PG go down for, let's say, 20, 30 games in the middle of the season. Knock on wood. Knock on wood, yeah. Who are you going to put on that roster, right? Like, just, I think we got to look at this roster as, I think every That's guy, true. as you mentioned last season, it was a next man up kind of mindset. I think they're going to keep the same mindset. I don't think anybody is going to complain about their role. I, I mean, Luke Kennard, if he thinks mm -hmm. that... No. He's going to have a bigger role. I would get rid of him right away because it's like, dude, you're going to be on a championship yeah. contending team. Why would you want to go to Atlanta and play next to Trey Young and put up 20 a game and never make it to conference finals? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, it's kind of like, take, yeah, it's like taking less, like taking less money. It's like that. And, you know, the Chris Bosch going to Miami, the Kevin Love going to Cleveland type thing. Take less win a mm -hmm. championship type thing. Yeah. Um, Chris, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, just like C said, like it's understandable. Like, why why would you want to take less and do less? Like, you know, take less and do a little bit 
or sorry, take more, do more, but then overall you're achieving a little less, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's in the grand scheme of things, all that would do would just show that like, you know, especially for a player like Luke, it's like, what's more important to you? Like, you know, winning a sure. chip, being there for your boys or like getting your bag. Um, sure. And, and realistically, I don't know how many years he has left. I think it's probably like two or three more mm-hmm. years, but it's like, say they do go to the Western Conference Finals again, or they go to the NBA Finals, or you know, heaven forbid they actually win a championship. Like, that's going to do more for him in the long run because he was a part of an actual championship team like you said, Sebash. Is that heaven forbid? What are you laughing about? I'm just laughing. Well, that's I say I say heaven forbid. No, because... no, 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 no. I'm I'm, la- I'm not laughing. I'm not saying that they can't win a championship. I just laugh because I'm just like I then picture you with them winning a championship, oh, just being would... absolutely going fucking ballistic. I would like I would be on straight. I would be on the rap I would be on the Raptors <laughs> path. I would be like talking about it all the time. Like I mean, you got to right. If you've never yeah. won a championship before, you want to celebrate that success. I just, exactly. It gets it gets celebrate. back to a, a poll I I voted in. A couple weeks ago it's like if the clippers were to ever win a championship how long would you talk about it for and i was like mm-hmm. the year after and that's it i'm like if, if you start extending so. I, it i just i just pray if they do win a championship whatever team they face i hope they are 100 percent healthy oh, and yeah. everyone is able to contend if not I'm gonna have to play asterisks. This guy, I don't know. He's man. talking the from Clippers personal played experience. an injured team, and why? it was. Uh, he's talking why, from personal experience. Why are you saying experience? that? You say it. I'm just, I'm just mocking you. I'm just mocking. I don't, but I don't. I don't say no, that. No, no, no. I've I, never, I've never said that the Raptors. I don't, don't think he said that you said it. He's just KD saying was, not that you, yeah, not that yeah. you said it specifically. I'm just saying that's like he's like, saying people. from experience. Like, like, oh, because KD was like hurt and. Oh, I don't really care. I'll tell him shut the fuck up. We won. All I will guys, say this. I will say this. If the Clippers win the championship, I'm going to be asking for some personal time off for three weeks about this podcast. Like, I'm not coming in with Tope talking about the Clippers winning, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah y'all, some, y'all are lucky. Cool y'all are lucky we didn't record last summer, this time last year, because it would have been a Oh, that's why we didn't record. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Um, no, I even said, just to finish this off with the Clippers, I even said on the video I created, someone was like, yeah, yeah, you guys are definitely favorites. Um, uh, like a very, very deep team or something like that. I was like, please don't use the F word. I'm like, this team does not respond well when they have expectations put on them. Please don't do that. Like, don't, don't give this team any more pressure on their heads. This organization is the biggest, like, um, unluckiest franchise in in the league. So, moving off that, sticking with the trades, Steve Ash, it's your pick. What trade? What? Uh, acquisition do you want to see this off i'm going to come in with the heat a little bit here i feel like you know we've had Uh we've had some interesting ones but i'm going to go kind of off the board here i'm thinking about a three team trade does it involve one of our teams no okay i'm I'm getting i'm getting there eventually yeah not my team so the kings get Matisse Tybal and Tobias Harris. Shout out. The Wizards get multiple picks and the Sixers get Bradley Beal. I like the silence. Everybody just befuddled by this. They're just sitting there thinking. I'm looking for that home run, baby. Get Bradley Beal, James Harden, and then B together. And of course, for Bradley Beal, it would have to be a sign and trade. Because of course he's going to be opting out of his deal here. 
What? If you're the wizards? Is it? Are they okay? What were you going to say? Are they okay under salary? Oh, yeah, I guess because they're getting rid of Tobias Harris. That's okay, a big yeah. salary dump off. And you still got Tyrese Maxey on his um, rookie deal. You still got some of the pieces around that you can build and keep this team going. And I think, again, with if you're the Sixers, you got to do something now. We talked about it the last few times. Harden, we don't know what the timeline is. Eel and the Wizards. If I'm the Wizards, I would not be offering him the max. I think they should have traded them last February or this February, just last season. I think they should have just got rid of him, but they still got him. And if you get him for the Supermax, you're already lost. This would be the exact same situation as a John Wall Supermax. The moment he signs it, you he's won and he doesn't need to do anything. And you have lost as a yeah. team. I saw you tweet that, by the way, but yeah. I agree with that. Like, it's... Because this is the thing. Let's be honest here. Chris, you, for example. Where do you have Bradley Beal in, let's say, ranking of the players? Do you have him top 25? Oh. No way. You don't have him top 25, though? No. I think if you got him... I don't know. Because I'm, I'm, like, listing off players, like, quick in my head, and I'm, like... I'm quick to He's get up not to like the same player he was three years, two years ago. Hey, I'm like, just asking a question. Top twenty-five? I don't know. Right? Chris is playing. I don't know about top twenty-five. Because yeah. you got to also think Maybe about young I... players, right? Yeah. Like, who would you rather? Now, try not to be biased, okay? I'm gonna run through a couple. A I like couple this. Because the first person that came to my mind, try not to be biased. Who would you rather right now, Scotty Barnes or Bradley Beal? Scotty Barnes. Forget about the systems for everything. Just forget player versus player. Who would you rather? I am saying Scotty Barnes. We got the Raptors fan there. He can mm -hmm. have his opinion. I'm also saying Scotty Barnes. That's what yeah. I mean. I, I, we can talk about the KDs, the Giannis. We know all that. Kawhi, Paul George. Like we know all that. Mm -hmm. Zach Levine, Demar Derozan, or Bradley Beal. I'm taking Demar. That's yes. actually a very interesting one. That one's tough, actually, for me. That's tough. But I would say, I would say maybe thirty-five, forty. That's where I you bet rank Bradley Beal. Thirty-five players. Yeah, that's I rough. bet you I can give you. A, yeah, I'll, I can I'll give put you it, I was putting Bradley Beal in the in the thirties. I don't know exactly yeah. where in the thirties, but he is maybe not forty. That's a bit extra. But yeah. I bet no, you I can give like, you thirty players for, better than Bradley Beal. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say for me he wasn't he wasn't crossing the the thirty or the forty for threshold. Actually, I don't think he's even going like higher than like thirty eight. I take Evan Mobley over Bradley Beal, and that's what I mean with the younger guys like Scotty mm -hmm. Barnes, like Evan Mobley. You got that potential where. First of all, their contract is not even anywhere close to Bradley Beals. They don't have that pedigree. But also, you just don't know what Evan Mobley is going to be. Everybody says this guy's the next KG. Scotty Barnes, he just had an incredible you know season just playing, and he's still figuring it out. We don't know how, what he's going to be like as a scorer. We don't know what we have with Scotty Barnes. So I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't want Bradley Beal over Scotty Barnes either. I'm going to say oh. something. This and this is probably recency bias, so feel free to call me out. But in terms of a player and what they do, completion of a player, because Beal is not that defensive player that he was four years ago. I think I, I know what you're going to say, and I was going to say it five minutes ago. I would take Andrew Wiggins over Bradley. Okay, Bradley. no, that's crazy. That's crazy. No, I would. I would. Nah, you're bugging out now. 
Andrew Wiggins no, is not I a top wouldn't. 50 player in the league right now. I like Andrew Wiggins. He's I'm great. not saying I'm not saying he is. I'm not saying he, he I'm not saying he's a higher in ranking, but if I had the option between the two of them, I'm probably going to take Wiggins. And again, that's that's probably a recency bias, but like just in terms of the everything he does both sides of the of the court. That's insane. I could, like I could if I put him in the role that Bradley Beal has, Andrew Wiggins could give me 20 Eight and three a game, and then probably like a steal and a half, a block and a half a game. Chris, say something, man. I feel like I'm the only one that's thinks this is crazy. Silence. Again, that's recency. That's recency bias. I yeah, understand that's, that's fine. Yeah. And, and, and I acknowledge that. I, but like, in no, terms I am of, not again, coming to your defense with this Andrew Wiggins stuff because I've voiced what, my opinion who's... on Andrew Wiggins before. Oh, um, seize, 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 seize. I've voiced my little opinion before. And this man threw me under the fucking bus with Tobias and gave him only fucking little short points (laughs) about it. (laughs) And it had me looking like an idiot on Twitter. (laughs) So, no. You know what? No. (laughs) Uh, Uh, No, man. This is insane. This is insane. No way I'm letting you guys get this (laughs) off, man. Like, Andrew, again, I think Bradley Beal. I think he ranks higher. I think Bradley Beal ranks higher than Wiggins. But if you ask me straight up, pick one player with everything involved. We're talking about contract. We're talking about his, his age. Like everything involved, I'm taking. I'm taking Wiggins. This is insane. Like, bro, Bradley Beal's about to turn 29. When you talk about putting Andrew know, Wiggins but... in the same position as Bradley Beal, that's what he was in uh, Minnesota. And sure, he was putting up 22. Wiggins is a better defender. I'm sure Wiggins there's so many defender. better defenders than Bradley Beal, but Bradley Beal was just averaging 32 points. Like I'm, listen, I'm what, not saying two he's years top, ago, just a year, just a year ago, last not this season that just passed the one. Not last season. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, so two years ago. Oh, well, yeah, fair. that's what I mean two years. Well, ago. it was 2021 technically, right? Yeah, it was 2020. 2020, 2021. Yeah, it was so short in season. It was short in season. 2023. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, listen, man. Um, all I'm saying is, again. I like Brad DeVille. I just don't think he should get that contract. That 50 mil is a lot. That's a lot of money for a guy. Yeah, who, I agree. If we don't know. And even if, let's say, you sign him and you keep him, where is this franchise going? You guys don't have a... If that's your piece, he's not going to be your first option going to the final. Let's be honest. Here. And with Russell Westbrook, yeah. with their best team, they were the eighth seed after making the play. So with all that said, yeah, I would try to get rid of him again. With my trade, I think the Sixers are going to try to make a home run. But I'm telling you right now, the Sixers are not trading Tobias Harris and Matisse Seibel for Andrew Wiggins. But they're going to do it for Bradley Beal. No, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely. Um, okay, Chris, on to your pick. Another acquisition, another trade, another signing. What do you want to see in the league? Now, he came um, in with some spice. He came in with some some heavy duty. We got into a good debate about I like Bradley Beal's ranking. What do you got? Yeah. Yeah, no, um, again, like like I was saying before, talking about Bradley Beal, like I'd really have to think, really, really think where I'd place Bradley Beal. Um, because again, like I can say for certain I don't think he's a top twenty five player. And then again, you know, with these like it's tough too with young talent. Because especially, you know, they had like a few good seasons projecting, here and there. Yeah. yeah. That could also yeah, just be us projecting and seeing like, oh, you know, we think they'll be great for years to come, but like we don't know um but no just uh because again like i haven't really had like too many like solid solid 
trade idea or seeing what I needed um, or what I wanted to see from other teams. I was just kind of fishing around, seeing like what are some, you know, people are talking about potential trades like here and there. And I'm just like, oh, you know, like there's a couple interesting ones and there's some others. Because, you know, we've I know you've been talking about OG Mel and OG being on that trading block and potentially going places here and there. And then I'm seeing one where somebody has, you know, kind of did like a mock trade. Uh, now the Pacers get OG Kim Birch and then the Raptors receive Miles Turner and Chris uh, Duarte. I think that's how you saw his last name, right? Duarte. 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 See? Yeah. And I'm, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's your pick? Because again, like, listen, I, man, I, I know you're like, a big fan of Miles. I don't think he fits with the Raptors. No, and that's that's he's, what I'm saying. I was like, man, like I, I like. He's not as good defensive as people seem no. to think. And that's so the thing. Just like, to clarify, yeah. just to clarify, say the trade mm-hmm. again. So it's OG for Chris Duarte and Miles Turner, and and OG, OG and Cambridge. Cambridge. Okay, say your thoughts. I don't. I don't love this. I don't love this trade. The Raptors, you don't love um, it. I don't know, man. I, I I don't know. I don't know anymore. Just because it's it's tough. Because again, like big OG guy, and OG is probably one of the best like young like two way players like right now in the fucking like OG is like sick. And as you know, Tobias was just saying like there are some concerns there with Miles Turner and stuff like that. Um, and I know our biggest need for a long time was to get a center, a good, nice, reliable center. But then I don't know if... I was super heavy on Miles earlier. I really was. I really, 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 really was. But I, mm-hmm. I don't know if I am anymore, like, with this trade. Yeah. I don't know. Let me say this right now. Say it right now. If the Pacers make that trade, Larry Bird is going to walk into the office and shoot that GM, bro. <laughs> Larry Bird is going to fucking murder that guy. You're going to give up Chris Duarte. The Raptors win that trade. Yeah, you would give up Chris Duarte, who's a young guy, of course Canadian, but young guy, and then Miles Turner, who's, of course, doesn't have the greatest value, or OG, who doesn't fit their timeline. They're a young team. They're going to be rebuilding. I think Pacers would be crazy to make that trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How old is OG? Like what? Twenty three? Oh no, he's like twenty four, five or something. No, that twenty. If he's twenty three, that's a twenty four. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, I, I think OG. he's twenty. He might be twenty five or twenty six, actually. Let me see. I think he might as be we're really searching it again. Would all I said the yeah, Pacers no. would not be able to should not make that trade just so because of that uh, that they're rebuilt. It would just not make sense for them. He's twenty. Yeah, he's twenty four. Okay, twenty four. That's right. He's about to be 25 in a month. And he's from uh, Kingdom. Yeah, like he's from United like Kingdom, mate. I have a trade mate. that that involves OG Ananobi. And it's... I don't know how it fits with the Raptors. Um, I like the fit for... Oh, it, my speculation on this one, my desire for this one started with how OG fits on this team. Um, there's a piece that I think is should be moved, is inevitably moved because he didn't play at all last season. I would like a package, a, oh. a trade involving OG to the Cavaliers and Colin Sexton being returned. Something around wow. there. 
I'm interested in that because I just like the pause. I like the length that Cleveland has. I think he, I think he fits well there as the three. They have Isaac Okoro there, but they don't really have. So you imagine a starting lineup of um, Darius Garland, Karis LeVert, OG Ananobi, um, Evan Mobley, and Jared Allen, and I think that makes them extremely competitive. Um, Cleveland saw how good they were last year. I think adding OG again that fits with their defensive mindset with their wings and their big and Jared Allen. Um, again, I think you know I think the Raptors would get more um, just because of the uncertainty around Colin Sexton, but it wouldn't be a lot more. But I I would be interested in that, um, especially I think the Raptors wouldn't hate getting another guard in there that could actually be a starter. Yeah, that's a really especially interesting if, Especially if they do want to go out and get a center. Um, you know, Colin Sexton, no, he needs to he needs to get a contract, right? He doesn't have a contract, never mind. But yeah, I wouldn't I would like a, a swap like that. I would like to see OG in, in Cleveland. I think the package starts with Colin Sexton. I'm just not sure how it works out. That's fascinating right there, more so because of the fit on both teams. I think right now, if they were to project the Raptors starting lineup, you would have OG at the two, which I think when, yeah. you know, with Fred Mamley handling the ball, I think that might be a little bit difficult for that to facilitate. But if you bring Colin Sexton and I'm sure there will be some other parts as part of the package, I think that's fascinating. I think that would be, mm-hmm. again, OG is a clear better guy in this situation. If again, the rumors are true that OG is not happy with his fit and you have to move on from him, that would be a good package. But if not, you want to keep that guy for as long as you can. He's still a great defender and can still get a 20-point game in any situation possible. And um, Colin Sexton is 23. His birthday was in January, so he's a year younger, so it's not like there's a big discrepancy there, but you know mm-hmm. the Raptors are... I wouldn't say they're on a youth movement, but they kind of have both young and they have, you know, guys like Fred Bentley and, and uh, Pascal there. So he could still, like, he, they don't become less competitive. If that's what makes it work for both teams. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like, this fits your situation more. This fits your situation more. Um, I just, I don't know why. I just, I really like, I really like OG in Cleveland. I think it would be nice. A 6-7 wing in that three spot that's kind of the one spot that they really kind of need to sort out again he's a guy like you said um if he were to start the raptors right now he would probably start at the two okay you want to swap him with karis levert you want to put og at the two for some games or you know some time during the game you want to go big and have og at the two that could work like i don't know i just like it oh that's fascinating and that was honestly something that came up within the last like 15 minutes i just kind of thought hmm that would be cool. So I was trying to think who... I do think OG gets moved. I, I'm not sure. Like, I know, you know, some people are are uncertain about if the rumors are true, but, you know, there's always where there's smoke, there's fire type thing. So, and the, the rumors have stayed persistent. So I don't think the Raptors are losing if they make that trade or if they keep OG. But uh, as a Raptors fan, Chris, what are your thoughts on that? And potentially if they made that trade, um, having Colin Sexton in your lineup. Young bull, got that dog. Young bull guy, young. Um, you know what? The at the end of the day, it's like 
looking at like their kind of roster and who they've got. Like I don't I don't think that would be like terrible. Again, like obviously I'd, I'd be sad to see like OG go cuz sure. again like I said like great defensive player, he's, great offensive yeah. player, things like he's that. He's one of my favorite then, young players in the league for sure. But at the end of the day if like the guy's unhappy and stuff like that, then it's like, you know, move the guy, get him somewhere where he's going to be happy and hopefully get something in return and you know, yeah. Sexton's not a bad return. Like you said, he's younger guy, kind of fits with the you know, some of the these younger guys here on the team, because what Gary Trent's pretty young himself. Scotty's only twenty. Um mm-hmm. yeah, Fred's like I don't want to say he's up there, but Fred's what, like twenty seven. Well, your like older that. guys are again older. seven, like Exactly, yeah. like old heads are. like I think the <laughs> oldest guy on the team was um Drogage. And now I think it's like Thaddeus yeah. Young. Yeah. Probably. Thaddeus Young and Boucher are like the two oldest guys on the squad. Mm-hmm. And no. I think Boucher is like 28. Like, he's my age. No, Boucher's Boucher is like 29. He's 29. I think he's oh, in okay. 30 this year. I think. Wow. Or, or maybe crazy. just when you're 30, bro. That's, your life's over when you're 30. It's nuts. Basically, you may as well just fucking kill yourself. Just kidding. <laughs> Dude, I'm just kidding. Anybody's struggling out That's there. crazy. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. I know. I know. You're, not, you're talking to a ghost right now, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So he's 29. Yeah. He just turned 29. Just turned 29 oh. in January. So one more year. Well, even still, one more year. Yeah, yeah. one more year. Well, this is the last year of happiness, fulfillment. Right? Yeah, so might as well get rid of him now. So maybe <laughs> for our listeners, Chris um, is thirty years old. That's what we're making fun of. Chris has already yeah, gone through his adolescence, and he's at a point where he's an old man. He goes to bed early and goes to chiropractors and talks about how his back's been hurting and all that. So. It's yeah. true. It's very true. It's sad. What it's sad. Do. That's what um, it is. It's it is sad, really. It is. Okay, Sivash, do you have any other uh, free agent signings, acquisitions, trades that you want to see happen this offseason? There's a few more options out there. There's a few more guys out there that might be moved. Yeah. As my third pick on my list, I am, again, coming in. I don't think this one's as spicy. We've heard about this one before. But it's, I think it's fascinating. And my pick for that is a trade between... The Lakers and the Hornets that will send Russell Westbrook to the Hornets for Gordon Hayward and Terry Rozier. Now, before we no, started buddy, the podcast, they want, they want him. Before we started the podcast, news came out that Russell Westbrook surprisingly has accepted his forty-seven million million dollar player exception. And at this point, with Kyrie out the door and John Wall out the door, and the Rockets probably not going to take that Russell Westbrook uh, salary, we're the Lakers have been just sitting there without anything to do with Russell Westbrook. The one team that has always Left liked alone them. Left the prom. The one team that's always liked them during this whole situation is Michael Jordan, who is a Jordan brand owner, well, the, who has Russell yeah, Westbrook yeah. under him. And he's just trying to make some money over there. Mm-hmm. That, <laughs> he's trying to make some money. Fucking I don't know. Money. I think the only way that this gets... I don't know. The only reason it wants to be done is because I trade my problem for your problem in terms of salary with Gordon Hayward and Russell Westbrook. I mean, Russ is on expiry. I love the the marriage. I love the marriage between LeBron, AD, and Russ, so I just want to see that go at it one more time. Guy, Clippers hater. Clippers fan right there. He just hates it. (laughs) Uh, That's all. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I really, you know what, man? I really don't, I don't see Russ moving. That's not, that's not even awesome. Hate shit. I really just don't see Russ moving. No, it just, the money is, is just too hard to work with. Very few options in the league to trade him for. And then it's also just, unfortunately, who Russ is. I don't know if, you know. I'm not saying this about him because I know he's your guy, but it's similar to the Kyrie thing. It's like sometimes he might make thirty million dollars, but he's he costs a lot more than thirty million dollars, right? There's, there's issues that come with a guy like Russell Westbrook just based off the past, right? There's issues that come with a guy like Kyrie based off the past. So I'm going to disagree with you right yeah, there. It just makes it hard to trade. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to disagree with you okay. right there. No, because James of, Harden as well. It's different situations, I think. I think Kyrie, of course, the off the court stuff did or does kind of create a bit of a confusion for anybody that wants it. Even like before the before him opting in, I was gonna say like the whole negotiation if he was to opt out between him and the Nets would have been very difficult. It would, you know, I would compare it to my dating life. It would be. One side is looking for a short, non-guaranteed deal, while the other side is looking for a long, guaranteed deal. And they never got to that medium. Now, which side are you? Which side are you? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would have probably been on that side. But listen, it's at the end of the day, Kyrie has a lot of off-the-court stuff, where Russell Westbrook mm-hmm. and James Harden are just older. That's not a that's not this defect on them, where it makes them like this uh, player that nobody wants to touch. Of course, the salary is an issue, but I still think if you put Russ in a situation outside of this Lakers with guys around him, similar to how he was in Washington, I think he can still be a solid, impactful player. Sure. Yeah, and I don't disagree with that, but for $47 million, I'm not touching that. It is an expiring back contract. To the conversation that we had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It goes back to the, and it's different from even this guy that I've mentioned. It goes back to the conversation we had a couple weeks ago where. Chris, Mr. Chris Panette was saying that he would give James Harden the max. I'm not touching James Harden for 47. There, I don't think they're shopping him. But if Philly called me and was like, "Hey, do you want James Harden for 47?" No, I don't. Why? He's not worth 47 million dollars. He's not worth a max contract. No way. Russ isn't asking for a max. He's just trying to get off this deal and probably get to a good situation. But I just don't see him being moved at all. Because what if? Yeah, Harden what declines. He's open to what sign five years with someone? Uh, potentially four years. five years. Well, he would in sign theory. a five year with yeah, four year with anybody, five year with Philadelphia. Yeah. Potentially, yeah. Well, maybe he won't. Maybe this guy will take a pay cut. Maybe he'll say, "Hey, I'll do what's good for the for the team." I think he will. I generally we <laughs> laugh at first. But yeah. I do you think... can even you can even finish that without laughing. <laughs> no, I do think he can, he's going to take a three year deal. I don't think he's going to just accept this and next year look for some other deal. I think he's going to, similar to what Chris Paul did uh, last year, he's going to just yeah. decline the more money but go for a longer deal with maybe longer. just a little bit less salary. Which is more money in the longer term, but yeah. Just more guaranteed money, right? Less per year. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, Chris, do you have another... Um, Another option here, another trade. Um, I got. Uh, I don't really got anything here. I was reading like a little article. Yeah, uh, when I was gonna touch on with Hayward, but see, literally just did that. I'm like, oh, 
scoop it up. Oh, man. Now, I know you were talking before about Miles Bridges of the Charlotte Hornets, speaking of the Charlotte Hornets going to Detroit. Pink Lemonade. I think that was... Chris. Yeah, I don't think that was me. No, so you were mentioning, Chris, that you were thinking about Miles Bridges having Pink Lemonade is the reason that uh, he doesn't get an offer from the Hornets, and he's thinking about going to the Pistons. Didn't he also post the thing about uh, him going to the Pistons, Miles Bridges? Chris was telling us about that, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Pick up Chris, we're trying to help you out here, brother. Help me out by just talking about it. Don't fucking <laughs> like... You talk about it. <laughs> just, just talk about it. I, did, I had no idea about that, honestly. No okay, idea. so what do you think about Miles Bridges? You know, he's a young guy as well. Um, and the it, it seems pretty much inevitable going to the Pistons. Mm-hmm. He took, you know, for as little petty as it is, he took Pistons forward out of his Instagram bio, and he made an Instagram post, you know, kind of saluting to to uh, Lamella Ball, basically saying, "See you later, bro." Um, Steve Wait, Clifford. Pistons? Or you mean like Charlotte's, like out of this thing? Yeah, yeah. Took like, Charlotte's took, out of like, oh Charlotte forward. Um, yeah, he uh, Steve Clifford just got hired there, and Steve Clifford came out with a quote saying, basically saying, if Miles Bridges wants to be a rapper, you can go to Detroit. And uh, Jeez. Uh, Miles Bridges yeah. commented under it with a bunch of laughing faces. So it does seem yeah, pretty man. much inevitable. He, I think, you know, him going to Detroit is a perfect pairing because he's from uh, Michigan, he's from, from Detroit, Detroit, so it does work well. But what are your thoughts on that? I mean, Detroit. Detroit is a great young team right now. They, they're trying, like, to build something. Um, where is it? Oh, I was literally just reading something in regards to Detroit because it's like, yeah, Detroit's kind of been, like, on the fucking, you know, the decline. Um, but they do want to come in, like, pretty aggressive, like, this season, um, especially signing, like, some of that young talent that they've signed and they want to become very competitive in you know, the next coming years and signing a guy like mm-hmm. Miles Bridges, I think would definitely give them that too. But I'm also reading too, that the Pacers are kind of interested in Miles Bridges as well. So I don't know That'd where would, where would you guys think would be a better fit for this guy, you know, potentially going to a team like Detroit or going to a team like the Pacers? We'll leave it to Tobe for this well, one. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll say this and like, it's not fair for me to say this. I'll acknowledge that mm-hmm. and you guys can speak on it afterwards. But just like what we were talking about with guys like James Harden and Kyrie, like especially at a young age, I'm concerned about things happening off the court. I don't mm-hmm. want to bring in a distraction. This is uh, this is your job. This is your your professional responsibility. And I know. I think Sivash, you were talking about it a couple episodes ago. They're allowed to have a, a life off the court. Yeah, they they are. Mm-hmm. But like. Not when you're doing something illegal and posting about it on social media. Like, that's just yeah. idiot. It was a pink lemonade, bro. It was a pink lemonade. That's it. Okay. It's summertime. It, Wendy's pink lemonade. You should have just said you should have just said some Sprite. I didn't know pink lemonade was pink. No. That's it me. It was pink lemonade. He said it was pink lemonade. He said it was pink lemonade. It was pink lemonade. I'm sure he it's did. Then why is he posting it in it with a why has he got a zip and a double cup with it as well? Like Everybody it just, always it, got a double cup. Listen, you got to put out an but image. It's like, you can't be holding a Wendy's cup looking soft on the streets. You got to sure. put out an image like, hey, man, I got sure. the lean, but you got the lemonade and it's got the sugar, so you're good. 
Sure, I I don't need that. I need a guy in the gym at five a.m. I don't give a fuck about. How do you know he's not in the gym at five a.m.? He's definitely at the gym at the five. He's drinking lean till because he's drinking lean till three. Lemonade, bro. Hey, he said it's pink lemonade. We can't we can't confirm or deny that what was in that cup. I don't know. So again, I think I think Detroit is the is. I don't know. Then I'm speaking about it. I'm like I don't know. I think Detroit is the best option for him. Um, cause it is home and, you know, especially for marketing for Detroit. But again, does him being in Detroit now open it up to him being a little bit more comfortable doing more shit off the court? I love Miles Bridges. I think he's a great player, mm-hmm. but again, I'm just, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the Pacers package would be. I would assume, um, you know, maybe it would be, um, Miles Turner coming back, maybe you know, maybe Brogdon's in that package, and you run a backcourt of, of uh, Lamelo and Brogdon. Um, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm, I'm not really sure. But what about, what are your thoughts? Where do you think he would fit better? Uh, see that. One thing you just said, and I didn't think about it, is is Miles Bridges on a restricted free agency? Because you said, yes. yeah, because you said the Pacers what will come back, and I guess the Pacers package will be a better deal. But I would want him with the Pistons. You have said, and we yeah, have a I clip agree. on our YouTube page about you talking about how the Pistons are going to be a play-in team next year. And I think with Cade, Miles Bridges, if they can get, or sorry, uh, yeah, Miles Bridges, and if he, if they can get someone else at the center position, they're going to be a great team that can actually be competitive. This is one thing I will uh, push yeah, back about. I mean, I don't think the issue is Miles Bridges. I think the issue is the city of Charlotte. We know that place. It might be the sunken place, bro. I mean, look at PJ Washington. Look at Lamelo Ball. Like you know, these people. You don't know what's going on with that team. Lamelo's Lamelo's hanging out with Tiana Trump. PJ Washington got Brittany is he Renner? Oh yeah, Brid- what time? Oh, well, he was like at the start of the year. Oh, and no. Miles Bridges is <laughs> Chris is like shout out to him on his Instagram like <laughs> yeah shout out to this guy <laughs> yeah in the sloppy sloppy we don't know who Tiana Trump is we don't I don't know who that <laughs> Donald Donald's niece that's Donald's exactly niece. yeah you know the president's niece that's why we're proud of him yeah yeah um yeah I mean with Detroit I like again I'm I'm I don't want to say high, and then you guys think that I'm talking about them being a three seed. I don't think that at all. But I, I'm very interested to watch them next year. I probably will watch a lot of their games. Um, and, you know, going off of, I'll go on to my turn. Listen, there's also rumors about DeAndre Ayton going there. Like, if they get DeAndre Ayton, I don't think that, I, I think it's either Bridges or Ayton. I don't think they get both of them. Um, but just the ability to have Caden Ivey in the backcourt. You got a guy like Sadiq Bey there. You got, um, you know, you got Isaiah Stewart there, like you bring in Aiden or you bring in Bridges, like, like they're nice, man. Like, like they're, they're a young, hungry, competitive team. Um, I, if I'm Detroit, I would rather have Aiden though. Um, that's just based on talent. And is it, didn't, um, Detroit just pick up Kemba too? Or are they trying to pick up Kemba? Uh, they oh will God. actually. That's a that's that's really good that you brought that up, Chris. Um, they 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 did. Um, but he'll be a buyout. Um, okay. So in that big kerfuffle that, yeah, in that big kerfuffle that was the Knicks just being really, you know what, on, being on par with the Knicks actually with what they usually do at the draft. Um, they just 
they traded their picks and then they traded Kemba and it was just it was just a really weird situation. Um, I don't know really what they were thinking, but uh, yeah, Kemba went to to the Pistons, so they'll buy him out. Um, and similar to the John Wall situation, he'll uh, he'll be able to sign with a team, um, mm-hmm. which I guess we can we can transfer over to unless you wanted to make some comments. Steve Ash about the uh, Aiton to the Pistons. That was something that I had on my board as well. I think it is really interesting. But again, going back to what we were talking about with Aiden to um, the Hawks, which Chris brought up and was a really good idea, something's got to go back. Because he's a restricted mm-hmm. free agent, they're not going to just let him go uh, for nothing. And I'm just wondering what would the Pistons be able to offer? Of course, the young guy, the center, Duran, will be something that I'm sure that uh phoenix is going to be asking for as well as some other pieces of picks so it's going to be difficult for sure yeah i think if you're getting that center back um but then it's like i'm trying to think about what would be on par with um what the suns are doing if grant was still there that would obviously be um, a piece that would be moving but he went to portland um i don't know i would like aiden in there i think that would be nice but I'm not sure what we go back. I just honestly just don't know their depth chart that well. I can only tell you probably seven guys on their team. Um, okay, let's talk about Kemba. Um, so we just saw John Wall go to the Clippers. Um, there's also talks speaking about another potential buyout. I don't even know where he is. I think he's in Houston too. Where the hell is Dennis Schroeder right now? Houston. Is he in Houston? Yeah. I think actually yeah, I think that was about a potential his... buyout. About him. I think he's a free agent. Okay, well, there was talks about maybe Dennis Schroeder heading back uh, to L.A., going to the Lakers. I don't know. Where do you guys see... Yeah, I know. Where do you guys see Kemba going? If Kemba has the ability to sign anywhere, is there a certain team that sticks out in your mind that that needs a point guard that he might uh, go to? Obviously, Kemba's... I don't think Kemba's um, washed or anything. He's definitely not the guy that he was in Charlotte, but um, you know, he's kind of been moved around the past couple years. Didn't really work that well in, in Boston, but he was an A-plus teammate. Um, he tried it in New York. I think there was just too much of a log jam with the guards there. They were trying to find minutes, and if you're not a Tibbs guy, you're not going to get minutes. Um, Chris, do you have a team in mind, um, since you brought up Kemba, that maybe needs a guard that is going to compete for a championship that Kemba might fit well in? Um, Maybe the Bulls, or, you know? Don't do this. I was just about to open up the choir for Lakers. I was about to I was about to start singing Lakers. Like, come on, man. That's the that's the LeBron's that's just LeBron's music right there. Bring in a guy who has been washed, similar to how he brought in Darren Williams and D Rose and all these other guys. D Rose before he made his comeback, of course. But it's just bring in a guy who's been washed to pretend take him to the finals. But we will see. Yeah, it's just because I'm looking at, like, um, a thing here. I'm trying to think, like, who Kemba could, like, fit well with, you know? The Bucks would be interesting. Because you would think that it would be... A... That's tough. That that team came to mind, Siavash. The Bucks? The Bucks came to it mind. might be interesting. Because yeah. who's their point guard right now? Drew. Drew? Yeah, okay. Which it would be, like, he'd obviously be, like, that sixth man. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, it's a it's a toss up, man. I mean, when you even look it's at the tough. West, like 
the Mavs might be a good option. The Jazz, the Nuggets. Um, yeah. These are all teams that could what use a backup. Miami? I wouldn't. No. What about Miami Heat? Miami? I no way. No. I don't think they need a point guard, really. Yeah, they don't. Well, they don't want Kyle Lowry, so. Yeah. Just because they, I want him doesn't mean. I don't know. Yeah, that's it. I don't know. No, that stuff. But if he's huh. coming there at a bet minimum, they would start Kemba over Kyle. I about no way to Minnesota. No, no way. Yeah, they would. Yes, Bring they would. Out. Wait, Chris. So Kyle Lowry's on his last knee. He has one knee. So does Kemba. Did you watch him the last half? Did you watch Kemba in the regular season? Kemba didn't get benched because no, he was. Be but that's what I mean, bro. If you ask anybody who watched the Celtics two seasons ago, who watched the Knicks just last season, they weren't upset that Kemba was gone. They just knew that this guy's mm-hmm. knees has been gone. He's not the same guy that he was in Charlotte. And he's just, mm-hmm. if you got him for a catch and shoot off the bench guy, you're good. But it's still, he's a defensive liability and he's not going to be able to be a solid point guard. Kyle sure. Lowry. Okay. I would rather have Kyle Lowry every single day of the season than Kemba. I don't know about that, but okay. So if I'm looking at teams for him to fit as a catch and shoot off the bench, I think the Bucks might be the best option. Lakers again. Lakers can if, be an option as well, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Lakers definitely could yeah. be. What about your action? No, never mind. Never mind. You just got fucking uh, John Wall. Nope. Uh, oh, we're well, good. So we I got spilled. Reggie and John Wall. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like but, I don't know. I think. Because look, I don't think free, there's as many teams. There's not too many, yeah. Yeah, that's the end of that. It's literally, there's not that many options. He would have to be a guy. He's not going to be a starter on any of the competing teams. He can go to the Wizards and be like an Isaiah Thomas kind of position, trying to make his comeback. God bless (laughs) your soul, Chris. But at the end of the day, I just think there's a small list of teams who he can be an off-the-bench guy for catch and shoot, and that's it. He's not going to be a starter. Would the Warriors look at him? I don't no. think so. Jordan Poole. Why would the Warriors take him? An off-the-bench guy. I don't think they would. I don't think so, man. Because they got to bring back their got, like, guys. Enough guards. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah. No, I was going to say, I think they've got like enough enough guards to to do that. And in case of salary, yeah, I think adding... they can't. Yeah. Like... But if he signs a vet uh, minimum... What about like Phoenix? What about the Suns? Just, I looked at that, but I don't know. They will have two washed short point guards. Wash. campaign. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I love CP. Okay. I don't, I don't. There's another guy that we haven't discussed yet. Um, and this is someone that definitely exploded this past season, especially in the last half. Um, he performed pretty well in the playoffs. Uh, we just talked about an organization, two organizations that have been linked to him for some time. Uh, one of the organizations just hired his dad as oh. an assistant coach. Oh. Jalen Brunson, what's going on with him? Is he going to go back to the Mavs? Is he going to go to the Knicks? Is another team going to throw a bag at him? What's what's up? Had, they, had the Pistons not drafted Ivy, I would have probably said the Pistons would go after him, but I don't think that's the case anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we talked about it last week, right? When Chris was bringing up his dad being hired uh, as an assistant mm-hmm. with the Knicks. Right now, from what I hear, nobody knows. Because, yes, he has been comfortable with the Mavs. Yes, he could get more money with the Mavs. 
at the same time, we don't know what his mind state is. What if he wants to have a bigger role, a starting position with the Knicks? Of course, his dad being there and everything. It's something I don't think anybody knows, but I would say those are the only two options. Even the Pistons, yeah. I don't think they should have gone for him, even if they didn't get Ivy, but yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Like said, his his options are super limited. I think with where he's gonna go now. Um. You know. And again, I think it all it all it's gonna come down to if this guy wants to continue his role here in Dallas and you know make however much he's gonna make over like because of what he's up for a four year extension or something like that maybe like that four or five I think he could sign five or four or five uh, with Dallas yeah. Yeah, and then so the Knicks could you know because I'm reading something here you know the Dallas could retain him for a four year deal with eighty five to eighty eight million, and then the Knicks could probably offer him closer to a hundred for four if he went to the Knicks. But well, if he the Knicks did want... hey, go no, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. The, the Knicks are gearing up for something though. They've they've moved a lot of money. Gearing up um, for what? The reason. The reason that they moved those pick, that, that 11th pick, um, the speculation is so that they wouldn't have had to give a drafty $10 million. So they moved off that because they had the 11th pick. Um, they are, look, I, I think I just mentioned at the start, um, it's it's assumed that Nerlens Noel, who makes $9 million, will be traded. Uh, Nerlens Noel and a first-round pick will be traded to the Clippers. Um, for their TPE, so the Clippers just have to give up a second um, to again move off it. Then they would, you know, a speculation about them moving up Evan Fournier. So there, there's assumption that they were either pursuing Kyrie or, you know, going to mm. throw the bag at Jalen Brunson. So again, I saw you laugh, Sivash. They are gearing up for something. Whether it's going to happen or not, I don't know. Um, and this is where I, I want to drive it. Probably to the last guy before we close it off here. Wait. You know, we talked about the Clippers. Before you do it. No, 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 no. We got to talk about what you just said. We're not going to get by that because, listen, the Knicks gearing up for Jalen Brunson is the most Knicks thing to do. They just gave away their 11th I know, pick it's hilarious, right? for a bunch of nothings. Those picks that they got back are first-rounders, yeah. but they're from Denver and yeah. Milwaukee. So again, they're in the twenties. Yeah, yeah, that's not going to be anything. They gave away an eleven pick, and I think this is a deep draft. So for them to do that for Jalen Brunson, it is. And no disrespect, Jalen Brunson is not even a top fifty player in the league. That's insane to me. God no. So and he's, he's that's why I laugh. I like height. He's very small. Yeah, no, no, you're right. I like I don't I don't agree with it. I think it's a stupid decision, and I think so does the whole NBA world. But when when has the Knicks? ever cared about what anybody else it's insanity. decides to do. They had Phil Jackson sleeping in the bleachers for five years while they wasted them, uh, Carmelo's prime. Um, but again, as I was saying, you know, we talked about the Raptors. Don't do it. We touched on the Clippers. And I would, don't, uh, I would be remiss to not talk about the Chicago Bulls. Chris. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is... There are some questions around Mr. Zach Levine, longtime Chicago Bull, whether he's going to be resigning, whether he's going to be going to Portland, whether he's going to be going to God knows where. If he goes to free agency, just to kind of take a sniff, you know, sometimes guys like to be pampered. They like to, you know, see what's out there. They like to, you know, 
have the attention put on them. If Zach Levine goes to free agency, I would say he's probably the most desired free agent. Yeah, I'd agree. Do the Knicks look at him with all this money? Or who looks at him? I don't know, man. See, that's just dying over there. He's just, I know you're not a Knicks fan, too. My 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 disdain towards the Lakers, I feel like you have towards the Knicks. Bing bong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I love the Knicks. I love like the looking... Knicks. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Knicks are great. They're, honestly, they're not bad. They're a great franchise. The no, they're good to day. laugh they make, at. That's about it. They make stupid decisions every now and again. Every now and again, it's like every fucking season. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but now looking at like some of the possible, because you mentioned like you know the Lakers were interested, the Blazers, um, also seeing the Mavericks and the Hawks are also kind of fishing around for this guy too. I don't know how well he would fit with like the Hawks. I don't know. I don't like that. Yeah. Um, maybe the Mavs would be nice to see him play alongside Luca. That'd be good. Um, but then again. I don't know what the Mavs would be giving up. But honestly, at the end of the day, like I don't think the guy's going anywhere. Thank you. I don't think he I, is. I, I I truly think he is staying because I know the GM has made statements saying like they're willing to do whatever it takes to keep this guy. So I don't know. Yeah, man. I hope he doesn't either. I, I yeah. want Zach Levine to stay there. I, I like obviously we talked about it off the top. I like loyalty. Um, and mm-hmm. I think Zach's like I don't think he's a guy that really cares to chase all that. Um, but this is his first time that he's probably going to be the most desired player in the NBA in terms of free agency. Um, mm-hmm. So again, I want him to stay. It sounds like you want him to stay, Chris. Sivash, uh, obviously, I know you want him to stay. But what do you think happens? Stay. Do you think he <laughs> goes to free agency, tests it out, and then comes back, or like? What, and if he does go somewhere else, what teams do you think maybe he aligns with the most? Well, you know what? I'd I say, why not go to free agency? Why not test it out? He doesn't have a choice. You know, test it out. He's going to free agency yeah. because that's the okay. path that it's in. And, like, he doesn't have a player option. Mm-hmm. So he's going to go yeah. to free agency. Now, sure, does he want to meet with other teams? And, yeah, that's a whole different conversation. All the rumors according to him coming back to the Bulls, he's told... The other players on team, hey, listen, my first choice is the Bulls. And I will say this right now, as I look at my own camera, I will shave my beard if he leaves the Bulls. Clean shaven, I haven't done it over a year almost. I am going to shave my beard if he leaves the Bulls. This is how confident I am. If he leaves the Bulls, then what we will do is, I guess, even though we normally take a little summer break, we will have a special edition. We're not live shaving my beard, see, bro. No, you're live shaving your no, beard no, no. for chill, us. Chill, 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 chill. We, you just we want to see like a you don't have to do the whole thing. Yeah. We just want to see the first the first cut, and then you know, then you can do the rest afterwards. You can go to a barber. We we it. should shave his. We should shave. No, his. I don't oh, trust you guys with that because you're gonna just like take. <laughs> the, you know? we'll, we'll get no, no, no. We'll, we'll just stick with the beard. We like the flow. We like the flow. We'll leave yeah. the flow alone. But you know, oh man, we could give C a sick little handlebar. Sure, nice. that's, that's exactly what I was thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm that confident that exactly. my guy stays. Maybe you know what? How we'll be nice. We wouldn't even say, "Hey, you have to shave the whole beard." We'll just let you rock a handlebar, and you say, "You just rock this." I'm not doing that, bro. For, uh, for a little, <laughs> for like a week, and you're good. No, I think he, I think he's staying as well. Yeah, so I think your beard is is safe. That confident, um, but it is. It, 
it is a little sketchy. Like to have your guy enter free agency, it is sketchy. Even if you feel confident, it is sketchy hey, because you never know. What talk about it. Kawhi was in free agency for about twenty days last year, mm-hmm. and he's still signed with the Clippers. I don't think again. Like everybody was like, "Well, what is yeah. he going to do?" But he's still signed with the Clippers. He didn't even meet with other teams, but he was in free agency. Yeah, I was a little nervous. I guess. Yeah, I was nervous. Yeah, yeah. And you're always gonna be nervous, especially when it's your guy. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm going to ask you the same question that I asked you last episode. So on Friday is July 1st. That's when free agency starts, I believe. Um, Wednesday's the last day for people to do their opt-ins and whatnot, opt-outs. This time next week, when we record, Chris. Give me one trade. Give me one signing that you think will have happened in the NBA. Ooh. One trading, one signing. Shit, mm-hmm. that's tough, bro. By the end of the week? Yeah, by this time next week, by the time we record. So, like, free agency is Friday. It'll be Friday, mm-hmm. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Four days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'll pass it off to seed. Let me, let me, uh, let me stew on this. I this tough. Yeah, that's what you got. I'm gonna. I might. I want to take an easy one here. So I am gonna go with DeAndre Aiden resigning. Think he's gonna resign? Just gonna take that. Really? I, I'm gonna take that. I don't think he's resigning. I don't think so. But Sarver hates spending money. Actually, I'm going to take it back because Sarver is not going to just offer it. He's going to yeah. match it. So I'm going to take say, that back. Yeah. It's not gonna, it might not happen within the first few days, but I still would be confident that it would happen in that week. But just to take it back, yeah, I'll just take Miles Bridges signing with the Pistons. Interesting. Um, yeah, I don't think anything big is going to happen. Like, I'm thinking, I think the Jalen Brunson thing might might go a bit longer like i don't think by the time we're recording next week i don't even think the Aiton thing will go i'm not even sure if the bridges thing will go i think those bigger fish kind of tend to take a bit longer um i wouldn't be surprised if gordon hayward is dealt the lakers and gordon hayward surprise i don't know i don't know where (laughs) i just i i think um I think, listen, we didn't talk about it, but he's on the timeline, and I'm just thinking about it right now. If they can get out of Gordon Hayward's contract, if they need to move Terry Rozier as well, maybe they go after DeAndre Ayton. Maybe the Hornets go after DeAndre Ayton. They need a big, that's one thing that they've been looking for. They did just get Mark Williams from Duke. He's a center. So maybe not now that I'm thinking about it, but if they want to be competitive, I wouldn't be surprised if they go after Aiden. But I think Gordon Hayward, he might be moved by the time we record next. Chris? Even though I know you said these larger fish may need time to fry, you know what? I think everything going on with Miles Bridges, all that stuff, I think a lot of those maybe just potentially theatrics and just him having a fucking just a little just putting on a little show. Show for the people then. Um 
I think doing he, the Kyrie uh, special. Yeah, I think doing the Kyrie special. I think he's gonna stay. I think he's gonna resign with, with Charlotte, stay in Charlotte. Wow. I think that'll come wow. to light. Yeah. Wow. I'm actually gonna pull Sivash. I'm gonna take my my uh, prediction off the board, and I'm gonna say homegrown. I'm gonna say that the Clippers make a move for a center, and that's either gonna be Nerlens Noel, which I've talked about a couple times, which would be the best option because you don't give up any okay. of your depth, or something I've heard. Maybe Clarkson. they go after Rash- Rashawn Holmes of the Sacramento Kings. Rashawn. I've heard I've heard Luke for Rashawn Holmes uh, a okay. couple times on Sacramento Kings Twitter. So they need shooting. They had terrible shooting last year. That could be an option. And before we finish it off, one person we didn't talk about is your boy, DeJounte Murray. I think there might be yeah. something happening oh, with yeah. him. I hope yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. I hope not. I know he's taking the Twitter I'm... and stuff, but it's mostly just like, you know, I putting emojis. the popcorn emojis and stuff on it. And he's just, you know, feeding all that stuff. But I, I don't think he's this guy. I think he knows. Yeah, I, I've heard the rumors about him going to Atlanta. I don't, I don't yeah. know how that works. Then do you have do you have Trey like off ball? Like how does that work? I, it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. Tell you what, I would move. I would I would trade a few pieces to get Dejounte Murray on the Clippers. I love that kid. Anyways, I'll wrap it up there, and we will catch you guys in the next episode next week, and hopefully we got a bit more NBA action. Peace. 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 Peace.